Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's up, everybody? Welcome to an Eastern Conference Finals version Woo! of the Blue Yorker podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm your host, Johnny Lazarus, and I am finally back with my good friend and co-host, Cody Franco, who's back from the Holy Land. He spent the last, what, 10 days in Israel? Yeah, we back, though. And now you're we back, though. <laughs> and now you're back, and it's so great to see your fucking stupid face. I'm so happy to see you and talk to you. I feel like you've been gone for a month, dude. But anyways... I don't know. Do you want to talk about Israel? You want to talk I know, about you were, Game 7? What do you want to go into, me, man? You were texting me some some depressing texts, dude, the last 10 days. Um, no, yeah, we could jump into Israel. I mean, Israel was awesome, man. Had an absolute blast. Loved it. It's such a gorgeous city. Probably my favorite vacation I've ever went on. It was just like, it was just unbelievable, honestly. Um, <laughs> I also somehow found ways to watch the Rangers at like 2 or 3 a.m. I like, dude. I didn't even set alarms. My, my mind was telling me and just my body woke me up every, every single day at like two. And, and I watched the games and uh, made some friends along the way too. shout out to the boys. I watched game three with at Mike's. We had some good times, some met some, met some Twitter friends. Um, Oh, I also became best friends with Panarin's wife, sister. So that was cool. Um, I hung out with their family a few times Great people, great people. We now have a direct line to Artemi for future pods. And, mm-hmm. you know, they said, they said they'll fly me out to Latvia to record. So we're groovy. Baby. <laughs> um, no, they were, they were really cool. They were good people. We, uh, yeah, we, we ate breakfast with them on their last night too. So it was, um, it was pretty cool. We were talking about it. Um, Artemi's father-in-law was like scrolling through his phone, showing me baby pictures. It was actually hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, dude, I, I don't want to spend too much time talking about this. Um, why don't you tell us about your trip and then we can dive right into the boys. Well, before I do that, for anyone who considers Cody the smart one on the podcast, I don't know if anyone caught that. You definitely didn't. But Cody said Israel is, is a gorgeous city. I meant to say Tel Aviv <laughs> is a gorgeous city. To be fair, because I, I stayed in Tel Aviv the whole time. So like uh-huh. in my mind, it was Tel Aviv. I mean, we did go to Jerusalem <laughs> for two days, but like, Yes, I am the smart one, but Johnny likes to point out when I do make a mistake to make mm-hmm. himself feel better. So there yes. you go. Gotta I had to fuck with you. Snaps. Couldn't let that one go. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it's all good. Um, um, yeah, tell us about Chicago. Which yeah, is a city? I was in Chicago. What's that? What is that? What is I said, which is a city? Yes, Chicago is a city uh, in Illinois. Uh, some people refer to it as Illinois. Uh, I think they're wrong. But I had a great time. Just went for Memorial Day weekend. Saw some old uh, college hockey friends like my my roommate at the Maccabee games when I actually played in Israel, who is now one of my best friends, Max Calter. He played at UConn. So I was with him and all of his UConn buddies, um, you know, saw some old friends, had a great time. Chicago is like the most beautiful city, I think, in the country. I mean, they, I, it's maybe like three months out of the year. I know you said, tell me that in November, but and <laughs> dude, I hate the cold. That. People love the that. Cold. But dude, like, honestly, I had no idea Chicago had a beach. And they have a beach. Yeah, my friend like yeah, lives on the water. Yeah, they have one beach. Yeah. Did not know that. Like, I, I did not expect that. So um, that, you know, that beach is completely frozen over come winter. Oh, yeah. I bet. It's actually Lake Michigan. I th- yeah. yeah. Which I found out. I, I, thought was, <laughs> I thought it was an ocean. But uh, anyway, like, I thought it was super cool. I think I walked around the entire city. I took, like, ocean 40- in, 
in in the in the center. So so for those who uh, think Johnny is the dumb one on this pod, they they are correct because there, right. is no, there is no ocean in the center of America. But hey, you go. That makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. All right. Um, okay, trips are over. Oh my god, what a game! Dude, oh my god, we both believed. I think we. I, I think everyone honestly like this podcast, and I think what we always try to stick to, and it's not bullshit but we genuinely believe in this team and we take all the positives that we can. Like I know there's, and I've gotten in so many Twitter arguments over the last like two weeks with all these mm-hmm. people and everyone freaks out after like a game three, game four, game five, but none, none of that matters until you get to the games that matter. And mm-hmm. what have we seen in the first two rounds? Our best fucking players, our biggest players step up when it matters most. And that's Igor Shosturkin, mm-hmm. Chris Kreider, Mika Zibanejad. Panarin was somewhat quiet in game seven, but he had a big goal in game six and you can't Foxy. I, I can't forget about Foxy. He has now, I think I saw the most points amongst defensemen in elimination uh, games, I think in a single yeah. playoff, like they're all showing up when it matters. So as a fan, yeah. you can't ask for anything more. I mean, it's so much easier to be a pessimist than an optimist. And you said it, I, I, I think we do like to take the positives and, and, you know, kind of spin it into our own takes and so on. But I mean, what did I say, man? A fucking typhoon is coming and boy, have we arrived. This team, I think is built different. Um, there's just, there's just something about them. Uh, hurricanes extinguished. That's payback for that 2020 play in. We killed mm-hmm. the penguins. That's payback for 2016. And next on my personal hit list is Tampa for stealing our cup away and our chances in 2015, even though they didn't win that year. But you know, <laughs> I thought, I thought our team was going to win that year. So mm-hmm. let's, let's, we put out the storm once and now it's time to put out the storm for good and, and beat the lightning. And, you know, I said this to you earlier today, but man, oh man, I, I honestly think this is my favorite Rangers team I've ever watched. It, they are just so fun to watch. I mean, we were talking about it, I think last week, like obviously, you know, we're kind of more involved in like the media side in, in this season, but you know, mm-hmm. I, I think this has been the most fun season just in general with, like, in regards to like interacting with fans. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's been so fun just like meeting all these new people. I actually do want to say when I was in Chicago, uh, I, you know, I've, I've interacted with this guy, Tommy lay, who is a senior producer at Barso Chicago. And I had DM'd him saying, I'm coming. Like, where's a good place to watch the game. And Saturday he DM me and said, come to this bar called racing plumbing. And it was him and a bunch of other Ranger fans at a bar in Chicago. I thought it was so cool. And like, that's just something that doesn't really happen. I feel like when, you know, five years ago or whatever, but just like having Twitter and like someone having a platform of our own where we come on here and we talk to, you know, however many listeners we get, not going to say the number, but it's so cool to just like go to a city and, and you did it too in Israel, like just connect with Ranger fans and form that bond. Like now I'm going to be boys with Tommy forever. Cause we like watched game six together and it was such a great game and great night. And just having that makes this year so much more special. And obviously, you know, there's been so much just like going on in the world, but for two and a half hours, every other night we get to watch this team. And, you know, whether it's a good game or bad game, like you just feel some sort of emotion and you feel some sort of connection to the city. I mean, when they were cutting to the the video in Central Park, I was like, damn, like that'd be so sick to be there. But, you know, for me and you, I'm sure Cody do the same, like in a game seven, like I'm on the couch locked in. I don't want anyone around me. We, we talked about it. Yeah. Like I, I, in the game seven environment, I need to be by myself. Um, mm-hmm. There's going to be heartbreak. I, I want to be the only one to feel it and, mm-hmm. and don't want to see the emotion around me. And, you know, it's fun. I'm cool watching a game seven, like at a boy's house or something. If it's less than like four people, yeah. you know, like mm-hmm. four people, I think is my limit. Um, unless I'm at the game, that's the only exception to me. Like if you're at the game, totally acceptable. If you're not at the game for me, like a game seven, I need to be 
on either my couch or like at a boy's house with like four of us, you know, <laughs> and, and just, and just watching it and, and taking it in and, you love, you know, you got to be with the real, real fans in, in those type of environments. That's just how I've always felt. Yeah. And honestly, I think the best part about winning this series. Yeah, sure. Like we have a chance to go to the Stanley cup now, right? Like this is it. This is the series. Like mm -hmm. th there's no debating. Like they win the series. They're in the fucking Stanley cup final. But yep. I think the best part is, and I think what most Ranger fans are feeling is that no one was ready for this season to end. Like as much fun as the players are having winning games and like you can sense the kind of love they have for each other. The fans are the exact same way. Like we've been going to the garden, like meeting all these people, getting beers, meeting up at Mustang Harry's after the game at Stout, all these kinds of bars. Just the city is just so much more alive with this team doing well and winning games. And now we get another, you know, at least like 10 days of that, which is just so fun. Like it makes the work day better. It makes going out better. It makes everything better. And the city just feels better. And, I can't explain that feeling. It's it's such a undescribable like vibe, I guess, however you want to say it. But man, I know you're going to be in the building at game one. Like how excited are you to see an Eastern conference final game one? Dude, I, I can't even wait. And you know, some of my friends called me crazy, like said it was a crazy move for buying tickets before, you know, they were in, I never felt how I did going into a game seven as I did just today, mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I, I just had a feeling we were, we were getting the win, you know, Carolina seven and zero at home played lights out Ranta been, been unbelievable. Sad to see him get hurt. It, 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 it was sad for sure. You never want to see that for anyone, especially, you know, a former ex ranger who he was always good to us and, you know, we were good to him and, and so on. But um, I, I just had that, had that feeling, man. So, you know, I dropped a lot of money on those tickets. I'm not, I'm not going to say how much, but mm -hmm. it's definitely an arm and a leg. You know, I'm sitting in uh 212, I think. So we have, we have pretty close to center ice. Um, so it should be a really, really good time. I'm going with my dad. I, I, I honestly can't wait. Yeah. It's going to be amazing, but dude, I, I, I gotta say, man, like I know I've said in the past, like let's circle back to today's game. Yeah, I, let's I, know game. Yeah. I know I've said in the past, like Panarin is my favorite player and you know, Mika's one of my guys, but dude, Igor Shesterkin, man. I, I, I honestly think like, I, I honestly think he's becoming my favorite athlete. I mean, I, I'm a Yankees fan. Like we have a ton of studs on our team. You know, the Rangers have a ton of studs on their team. I love Panarin. I, I mean, I love him, but like, I, I think this guy's becoming my favorite athlete. He's just unbelievable. Um, also, I will make good on my promise to fans and will walk out of MSG on Wednesday night with an authentic Igor jersey. I promise you, um, if white's available, I think I'm going to go white. I'm just deathly afraid I'm going to get some prime rib on it. Mm -hmm. But um, you know, white's not, way sexier. I like I, the white it, a lot. It is. It's flashier for sure. I've always mm -hmm. been a blue guy just because I, I I love white. You know I love white, yeah. but I'm just afraid I'm going to get something on it, um, especially if it's like real and not one of those shitty Chinese ones, you know? like <laughs> Yeah. Um, so, but I'm going to get one if white's available, I think I'm going white, but man, I absolutely love this man. He stood tall the entire night. He stayed poised. He didn't waver. I mean, he made some incredible saves. We're in the Eastern conference finals for the first time in seven years. Like this is just, uh, it's just an amazing feeling, you know? Well, what did I tell you when we recorded right before the playoffs start? What did you need to win in the postseason? What'd I tell you? An elite goalie. And Chris Kreider.
No, dude. Remember I said good goaltending and good special teams. Yeah, and that was the difference that. in this series. That was the dude. difference tonight. Yeah, yeah. No, the entire series. Yeah, Carolina yeah, scored one power play goal in seven yeah. games. And the Rangers scored five power play goals or five games in a row. A power yeah. play goal and tonight. They had two in the first period. If Carolina capitalized on their power play, we're not sitting here talking about the Rangers winning the series. Like that's really the difference. And, and I know the Florida Panthers kind of got shit on in the, in the second round against Tampa for not scoring, but man, like Carolina kind of deserves that criticism too. Like their mm-hmm. power play unit just did not show up. They couldn't find a way to score on Igor and ours did. And that's literally what we're going to carry into this series against Tampa. I think too, right. And special teams, yeah. like both teams have good goaltending. So it's really going to be which team's power play shows up more. Cause I think that's yeah. the difference. You know? Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's definitely a valid point. And you know, I told you today, earlier today, speaking of power plays, I, I told you if Chris Kreider shows up today, we're winning this game Yeah, like in any capacity and man, oh man, did he show up? I mean, he had two goals. He looks great. Um, and three goals you know, and that, two game that, sevens that, now. Yeah. I, I mean, he's doing it all like, you know, move over Justin Williams. This guy's coming for your uh, title over there. This but um, seven? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But uh, yeah, I mean, and, and the first goal that dude, that deflection was disgusting. The Chris Kreider deflection was just filthy. I thought and, his backhand was even nastier. Yeah. I mean, I mean, both goals were very pretty for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I also did want to give a shout out to Lingren. Dude, Lingren is that fucking guy, man. Yeah. This guy, dude, he could break his arm and I feel like he would come back the next shift. He's literally the definition of a warrior. It's insane. It's insane. Do you like hard knocks? Yeah. Yeah. I like hard knocks. Do you remember the season with the Cleveland Browns? They do like the rookie rookie talent show and, uh, Jarvis Landry always said like, that shit's contagious, bro. That's just contagious, bro. Yeah. And then I forgot who the rookie was, but he made that video. Like, I don't care if you broke both your legs, you got to practice. I don't care if you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, a video yeah, of yeah. him like driving around a cart, like catching routes. I thought that yeah, was I so think funny. it was a cornerback. I think it was the rookie cornerback they drafted. I that forgot yeah, his name, funny. but that's Lingren, bro. Lingren's like, it's contagious, bro. You know, like, dude. He's just yeah, a I mean, he's just a beast. He he was like flattened into the boards when he uh went after Niederreiter there on that like one on one. I got really into the boards. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, dude, that was boarding. I, to me, that was boarding, I think. No, but... no, the other play. Niederreiter had a one on one. He went to his backhand. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah. flew to the board. He was flew in by himself. Dude, yeah. he is just like a human, yeah. like, I don't even know the word, but like a magnet I, for pain. <laughs> I know, dude. It's, it's kind of crazy. I, I got really nervous when he couldn't put any weight on that foot because yeah. it was just giving me Crosby vibes, like of, oh, yeah. of that first series. And I was like, mm-hmm. no, because we saw, dude, we saw how this team performs without lingering in that lineup. Like, he's, He's literally the catalyst for this yeah. defense. And, you know, to see him out there on that next shift or two shifts later, it was just unbelievable. Um, I love the guy. He's such a warrior. And, you know, he, he, he is a staple of this defensive team right now. And, um, you know, speaking of defense as well, it's, it's funny. I, you know, I, I was talking to Jackie before the game and I was like, who's scoring today? And she immediately without any hesitation just goes, I think Fox is going to score today. And it was too funny that he scored the first goal. So, you know, when you know, you know, baby, man, <laughs> I just, I, I couldn't be happier for Adam, man. Like he, he is literally, there's so many people even just like complain. There were people complaining about him after game five, like saying he's overpaid, overpaid, blah, 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 all this stuff. And I was like losing my mind. That one guy, that one guy, I don't want to call anyone out, but there was a lot of people. It wasn't just one person. I saw a lot of people tweeting like he's overpaid. He can't skate all this stuff. And that's not what he's paid to do. Adam Fox makes yeah. everyone around him better. And even, even Carolina on Fox's first goal, they weren't necessarily approaching Adam because they thought he was going to pass. So he's a threat. And that's why I did the Chris Paul comparison. I won't go into that, but he's a threat to score what comparison. I compared him to Chris Paul in the NBA. 
how oh, he yeah, yeah, that draws was so rough. much attention that was, to him. That was rough. Him. I'm, not, I'm yeah. not even an NBA guy, and I know that was a rough one. I'll stand by it. I'll stand by it. But <laughs> what's, what's so impressive about Adam is that he's such a good passer and playmaker that other teams' defense are just hesitant to step up on him because they know he's going to find that backdoor or extra right. pass. And yeah. he's not necessarily the strongest shooter. So to see him actually come in and shoot, like how many times do Ranger fans scream at him to shoot the puck? And I think he kind of learned from his mistakes in the first round against the Penguins where he had a lot of opportunities to shoot and didn't, that in a big game, all that matters is getting the puck on net. And it wasn't even the hardest shot, but he just placed it so well, perfectly. Dude, like, not not even that, but, like, he has, he has five goals, which is crazy because he had 11 goals the entire season. Yeah. So it's just it, – it, it's crazy. And it, it's funny because you do, that you do hear that a lot where they're like, shoot, shoot. Yeah. But he's he's learning, and I I think it took him a few games to you know get into that mentality, and and he's he's here now, and it's it's great to see. And you know what else is funny? Did you notice how the Rangers did a really good job in locking down ex Rangers players in this series, which is like something so notoriously that we've struggled with in the past. So I I know Stepan was scratched every game, uh, but D'Angelo, well, none of those think, guys were like really big threats. I feel like, dude, D'Angelo. D'Angelo was definitely a threat. I mean, he had two points the entire yeah. series and he, he just broke like, the record. Dude, he broke the record for most points ever for a defense. I know, but like Brendan team. Smith and Brady Shea and Jesper Faust. I mean, they like, bro, funny not, enough, Brendan Smith had the most points out of all of them. Yeah, he scored that big He had goal. three points and then quick, quick, he had zero points. Shea yeah. had, I think, two. Um, yeah. Ranta obviously had four losses, which is nice. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, no, I mean, I guess, I guess. But, you know, it's still, it, dude, doesn't even matter because in the past, like, the other team could have had fucking Tanner glass and he would have scored five goals yeah, against true. us. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, so, so it's just good to see, but uh, anyways, who, who would be your three stars tonight? Well, I just wanted to say one more thing about Foxy because yeah. just, you know, obviously like knowing Pipe him up, it, bro. Yeah. No, well, just knowing like what he went through when he like first signed with the Rangers, how he told mm-hmm. Carolina, he wasn't going to sign there. Oh, yeah, and right. you know, th- there would have been a lot of like Fox hated Carolina won that series of like, Oh, Fox should have signed in Carolina. He'd be winning, you know, all that mm-hmm. stuff. So it's so nice to see him back up his decision-making and he truly wanted to be a Ranger and that's how he kind of finessed his way onto the team. And, you know, I, I know that like Carolina fans typically do boo him. Um, But also what was nice too about him was that he like, dude, okay. So you want to go into three stars first. We'll go into this next thing after I was going to say about how everyone was selling out to block shots, like Tyler Mott blocking like three big shots. Barkley Goodrow had a fourth line. We'll talk about the fourth line after, but I'll go to the three stars for tonight. Yeah. So I think there's no denying the fact that Igor's won. Yeah. No denying. No, no question. Then I think you have to go. I'm going Crowder for two. Yeah. I'd say Crowder two, Fox three. Okay. Yeah. See, I, it's tough, man. I I would go Fox. I would go Fox three also, but I also want to go Zibby. Dude, Zibby had three, three apples tonight. He played a great game. Think about the timing of Fox's goal and assist. No, no, Fox, dude, Fox's goal was no. huge. But again, that then you can think about Laugh too, dude. That pass from Laugh was fucking Great gorgeous, and it was so high IQ. I love that for him. Great I play. love that for him because he could have easily shot it there, and he, the angle he was coming in, like he would have had to have a, a perfect shot there. Just such a smart move. I, you know I love what we call it. that in the hockey world. Tell me, hitting the second wave. That's why Panarin. But that's what makes Panarin so good too. Like when he mm-hmm. enters the blue line and cuts back. He sucks yeah. all the defensemen to him, and there's a second wave of the defensemen that are coming in to join the play, and they have all that space and speed. So, like, you know, that's why when people say, like, why is Panarin pulling up? He should be driving the net. Like, yeah. that, that, that's something that not a lot of hockey players do, and it's a, it's a very high IQ play, like you just said, with Lafreniere. Like, he knows that Adam Fox is out there with him. He's an offensive defenseman. He's coming in on the rush. 
give it to him. Uh-huh. He's got all the speed. Everyone else is flat-footed. And like you said, huge heads-up play by Lafreniere. Kid line again was great. They didn't really put up points. I know Hedl had that. Can I get a goal. vibe check, bro? What? I'm, am I happy? I'm buzzing. Can I get a kid line vibe check, please? Dude, they they got to stay together. I don't want to see that line break up again. Dude, that line rules. It yeah. rules. Um, so you I'm want given... Zabana as your third star? I mean, he's, dude, he has I'm been agree incredible with gonna... in these elimination games. I'm going to agree with you. I, Zibby, to, okay. I'm going to agree with you on the three stars of the game. But what I will caveat here is Igor was this, uh, not Igor, uh, Mika. No, 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 let me do that again. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to agree with you actually on the three stars of the game, but let me caveat here. The star of the series, I think was Mika. I think he was the star of the series and really just had a great series all around, played good hockey. Um, and yeah, I mean, the kid line can be another star. I, like you said, they were they were incredible. Um, you know, they're they're not lighting up this, the point sheet, but it doesn't even matter, man. Laffy mm. plays with so much heart. I don't think I can ever talk bad about Heedle again. I mean, he's, he's been great. great for us. He's, he's been great. great for us. Like, I, I know I give him, you know, some crap because he's always getting hurt and, and things like that. But man, oh, man. Six points. I mean, he had five goals. I think three goals came in really, really big moments for us. And I got to say, man, like today watching him, he had some really heavy shifts. And you don't usually see that from Hedl, but like he had some really heavy shifts. The dude, the shift where he just like powered through two of their D-men and got that shot on Ranta and, and hit his face. I, I don't know if you remember that specifically. Yeah, the backhand. Series. It was great. Dude, it was amazing. Dude, it was out-muscled. amazing. Out-muscled. Who was that defenseman? He just completely it, out-muscled him. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, it was it was awesome. Was, was it Brett Pesci? It was Pesci. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. It, it might it was it might have been one of them. But yeah, it was, dude, it was awesome. Uh, it's just great to see. I mean, Kako... He he disappointed me a little this series. I mean, you know, he had two points in, in 14 games in, in the two series so far. I thought he had a great series against the Penguins. Um, I just thought he was a little bit more invisible this series. But, mm-hmm. dude, I'm loving Lafreniere. I mean, that uh, I could talk about that pass to Fox all day. It was just mm-hmm. such a high IQ high IQ play. And on, on top of that, he has seven points in 14 games, which is really good for him. Like, yeah. that's, that's really good for him. And, you know, he's he's played well most of these playoffs. And, Honestly, I can't say enough about this line, and they just got to stay together. I'm assuming they will. I mean, yeah. you know, until proven proven otherwise. So, mm-hmm. honestly, also back to Hedl, his celly on his goal tonight. I loved it. It was it was like dude, so yeah. cute. He was yeah, so happy. He, he loves that shit. It was great, dude. But uh, yeah, you want to talk about fourth line, Mott and uh, Goody? Oh my god, what an effort! Tyler Mott is an animal, an absolute dude. animal. Goodrow too. Goodrow's out there playing. He was just hurt for like what a month, and he and he's putting his face in front. Honestly, everyone was though. I saw Foxy yeah. in a kick save. Frank Petrano put his face into one. Dude, blocks like, and hits. And everyone, hits. Man. Dude, Truba put Seth Jarvis five feet under. Yeah, that's, so that's, that's also a, a controversial die, but... thing though because my cousin Jason, Jason Bisnoff, who you met at the uh-huh. game, who's been on this podcast uh-huh. before, Jason told me that he feels like so many people have considered Truba to be a dirty player. And I don't think that's the case. It's just like... No, he's just very heads up when it comes in the... Tra- if you're in the tracks and your head is yeah. down, he's going to fucking lay you out. That's like, That's what it is. It could be dirty. It could be dirty. You know what I mean? Like, like people, people who don't have a guy like that will say it could be dirty, even though it won't get, there's a difference between dirty and clean, right? A dirty hit is something that like Tom Wilson does and then gets penalized (laughs) for it. Okay. And then gets penalized for it. No, I'm serious. Like, and then he'll get penalized for it. Go to the box and be like, all right, whatever. A clean hit, but also dirty at the same time is, you know, (laughs) this is what I'm saying, man. So like the, the hits Truba makes for the most part are all clean. In my opinion, it's just, 
very, like, very, very close to the line of being dirty, but it's not dirty, if that makes sense. I think we are all dumber for listening to you. What's that, Billy Madison line? Everyone in this room is now dumber. Sorry. O'Doyle rules. Um, no, no, I, I think I just think like what Truba does is he's very good at catching guys with their head down. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I think there's like you said, there's a difference between like a dirty hit, clean hit and then a the in between yeah, a heavy hit. Yeah, and I think most of his hits just like, you know, obviously the one on Jarvis looks a little worse because Jarvis is a smaller guy. So right. you know, his shoulders are going to go into like Jarvis's head. And he had that one on McKinnon earlier in the year, if you remember that one where McKinnon's head was buried. But these yeah. are just like shoulder to chest hits and their heads yeah. are down. But the first thing you're taught as a hockey player is to always have your head up, especially in the middle of the ice. And you got to be aware when Dude, a guy if his Jacob feet Trude don't out leave. There. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I mean, if his feet don't leave the ground, then it's 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 a clean hit. shoulders tucked yeah. in. If it's down, it's clean. You know, you just got to pick your head up. And I think obviously, like maybe we're biased, but so many people are coming at Truba where it's like, like he's just playing a hard game, you know, he's dude. He's just earning every cent of that eight mil, you know, yeah. he's doing what he's yeah. got to do there. No, it was, it was a joke, but I know, um, but no, I, I agree with you. I mean, I think, I think it's clean. I just think it's right on that line of, you know, it can look dirty to guys like to Carolina fans. It looks dirty to us. It doesn't look dirty because I don't think it was dirty. If to be fair, if somebody did that to, Fox, I'd probably say the same thing. Oh, yeah, of course. I'd be like, that was dirty as hell. Like, what are you guys doing? Five minute major, blah, 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 whatever, you know? Like, so I can kind of see both sides of it. Um, and back yeah. to your Tom Wilson point. Remember when Tom Wilson broke the Rangers? Yeah, dude, he, he broke us for sure. I think he saved the franchise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As that first round loss. Oh, my God. I think there's a real argument for it. Dude, I, I honestly, though, okay, let, let's go into this, right? So mm. this offseason, the focus was to add grit to this team. I think yep. that game seven was the grittiest performance I've seen a Rangers team play in the last five years. Yeah, dude, it's I, I mean, can we can we give some snaps for Chris Drury for a second? Because, yeah. I mean, the guy just had an unbelievable offseason and deadline, everything, us, everything. He killed it. And he got so much shit in the offseason, too. They're like, oh, they just traded for good draw. They gave him six years. Blah, blah. No, no. This guy knew exactly what he was doing. There was 10 other teams lined up to try and get him as their GM. He said, no, he's our GM. You can suck it. Okay. And he's done a great job. And this team has a legitimate shot now to win the Stanley cup. Did you think you'd be able to say that in no. freaking September? I honestly I can't even believe we're here talking I about think, yeah, the conference dude, final. Like, <laughs> it's, it's insane. And this like I can say with confidence, this team has a legitimate shot to win the Stanley Cup. And that is something that we haven't been able to say in a really long time. And I'm excited. I'm here for the ride. And uh, speaking of that, you want to get into the Tampa series a little bit? Yeah, well, I was going to say, is it kind of crazy that I'm not even scared of Tampa? Is that like ridiculous? Dude, I'm, I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. I'm like, I'm already thinking about Colorado. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm not taking Tampa lightly whatsoever yeah, because they're the back-to-back champs. They have a yeah. ton of stars. They have the best goalie in the world along with Shesterkin, so it's going to be a shootout for sure. But, yeah, I like our chances. I got to say, I, I thought the Canes were the best team in the East, and we just beat them. So I, I like our chances, and, you know, it's uh, – li listen, let's, let's get into Tampa. I mean, who do you think are – 
the X factors for both teams in this series, maybe like a player or two to watch. And then who's a player or two that you could see being busts. Oh yeah. And to drop some, some stat sheet here. So the leaders for Tampa right now in terms of points and everything is Kucherov with 15, four goals. Hedman has 10 points, two goals. Stamkos has eight points, four goals. Colton, eight points, five goals. And Andre Palat, eight goals, four goals. And then for the Rangers, we got Zibby with 19 points, seven goals. Foxy, 18 points, five goals. Copper, 12 points and six goals. Breadman, four goals, 11 points. And then Krides has 11 points, eight goals. So those are top five for each team. So I think obviously the X factors for both teams are Shosturkin versus Vasilevsky, right? That's mm-hmm. the storyline. That's what everyone's mm-hmm. kind of like grabbing on for this, uh, you know, whole narrative going into the series. But the guy yeah. that I'm going to watch out for for Tampa, probably a guy that no one's really worried about going into the playoffs, but someone who's impressed thus far is Corey Perry. And I think Corey Perry, similar yep. to Jake Gensel, what we saw in Pittsburgh, those are guys who score goals right in front of the net and Truba and Lingren and Miller are going to have to clear the net front and help Igor out because Corey Perry is going to be there. Same with a guy like Pat Maroon. Like those are the guys that are going to be, you know, right at the net mouth trying to get in Igor's head. And those are the guys you cannot let get hot because, you know, like we've seen in the past, like they can just score goals, you know, in in that crease area. And that's an area that the Rangers seem to struggle with in the past, even though they kept Carolina pretty much to the outside for all seven games, they're not going to be able to let Tampa get inside of them. And, Corey Perry and Pat Maroon are the two guys that I'm going to look out for for Tampa. Obviously, like, you know, the Kucherovs, the Stamkos's, Hedman's, like, sure, those are the guys who are stars, but we have our own stars too. So I'm not, like, worried right. about those guys. It's it's the it's the the depth players that have the Stanley Cup experience that yeah. I'm worried about most. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. I mean, for me, the guy I'm looking – the two guys I'm looking at are Ross Colton. I mean, he has five goals. He's – been sneaky good so far and and he's scoring goals and he's you know one of those depth pieces that you need to figure out a way to kind of lock down and he's he's like a, a sneaky sneak attack kind of guy and the other guy is and i said this months ago Braden point dude he mm-hmm. is a superstar and he hasn't really broken out in these playoffs he kind of had a little bit of an underwhelming year i mean he still played well really he was well. hurt he missed the whole round against right, the Panthers. right. Yeah. so yeah he missed a lot of games for sure but I mean, he has four points in seven games, so he's missed some time. He's missed what? Two he games missed the whole Panthers games. round, yeah. Yeah, so so he's missed some time. Yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, we'll see if he's back. I don't really know the extent of that injury, to be honest, but um, he's another guy that you just need to figure out a way to, you know, shut him down. And, and another person that I'll look at is, and I know you said it, and he's obviously a superstar, but Hedman. I mean, he's been a top 3D man in the league for a really long time now. His vision on the ice is just as good as Fox's is. It's unbelievable. I mean, he makes plays just as well as Fox. So I think for us, we need to find ways to limit, you know, his vision and and generate turnovers when he tries getting fancy and stuff like that. And then for the Rangers, dude, for me, our X factor, honestly, I'm going to go with Andrew Kopp and Barclay Goudreau. And the reason I'm, I'm going with those two guys is Goody is a back-to-back former champ knows this team really well. He seems to play with those extra juices in his body. When we do play Tampa, he did it all season long when we play them. And, you know, I would just love for him to bring that energy into these playoffs and he could end up being really, really huge for us. And he has been so far. And then cop, I mean, this guy is playing himself into a contract here. He has 12 points. He, he had a, you know, I know he had an empty netter today, but he he's coming into his own and, and I, I just want him to keep doing his thing there. Yeah, I mean, my X factors for the Rangers, I, I can't really 
disagree you with could, you. You, you can know, say I, superstars if you want. Yeah, I, I mean, for me, like, I I really think it's the kid line because you know Tampa, what what they're known for the last couple of years, winning the Stanley Cup was their depth players, like their third line, fourth line contributing. So we're going to need guys outside the top six to score some goals. And it's going to be Hedel Lafreniere and Kako that are going to have to do that because, you know, obviously Tampa is a very good defensive team and they're going to do their best to shut down our top six. So you're going to have to look for other guys to score. And actually back to the Ross Colton point too, which a lot of people might not know, but I played against Colton my uh, first two years of college. He was at Vermont and he was like a top line, super skilled player. And this guy is not like a scrappy grinder that like he's kind of been, um, you know, cut out to be in the NHL. Like obviously it's hard to, to crack that Tampa lineup, but he's done such a good job. And he's such a skilled player, man. Like he really does have a great one-timer, good hands. Like mm-hmm. he's a really good player. So I do like that X factor call by you. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah, dude, he had 22 goals and he had 39 points. He's by no yeah. mean a slouch for sure. No. So no, he's great. And, and and that's why I think a guy like him and a guy like Lafreniere, Kako, Hedo, like those are the guys that are going to make a difference, right? Because mm-hmm. you know what you're going to get from Kucherov. You know what you're going to get from Zibanejad, Panarin. You know what you're going to get from Stamkos. Like those guys kind of just to me cancel each other out. So it's those depth players that are really the ones to look out for. And honestly, like Stamkos was kind of quiet in the first two rounds. So funny enough, um, before before I get into Stamkos, I was going to say for me, my X factor, I'm actually going to go with a superstar. I'm going to say it's Zibanejad because he has been that carried dude. us. Dude, he has been that dude for the Rangers. And the first four games against Pittsburgh, he got a ton of crap for being very quiet, whatever. And he must have heard people because he has been – quite frankly, unstoppable since. And, you know, he's that guy who just needs to keep that offense going, keep making plays. I mean, he had three assists tonight, didn't even get on on the goal sheet, and and he still was a super important player. Mm-hmm. And I agree with you right there on the kids' line. I think that's probably the second most important because we do need to find other ways to score other than the top sticks. And that's honestly what we've been doing. Like, that's what we did. Keto had, like, what did he have, four goals against Carolina? I mean – I think he had four goals yeah, against Carolina, right? Yeah. So, you know, it's it, it's doing things like that, and it's going to be super valuable. And then, um, you know, for Tampa, I'm going to go another star, and I'm going to say – I'm actually going to go two guys. I'm going to say Kucherov because he's got 15 points with four goals for Tampa, and I've said this to you before, and I'm going to say it again. I personally think he's probably the third-best player in the league. I think there can be an argument for number two. And I know McKinnon is McKinnon, and I know Drysidle's Drysidle, but I I don't know, man. Like like Kucherov's always been one of those guys who really scares me when we play against him, and I've seen what he does in playoffs. And I think a very important part of the Rangers winning this series is going to be to figure out ways to shut him down and, mm-hmm. and insert Keandre Miller, please. Thank I you. actually do want to talk about the other series in the West, also because mm-hmm. you just mentioned that. But we'll go into that after. I just want to say one quick thing and. Uh, I would actually take Kale McCarr after McDavid if I was building a team right now. I, wow. I, I'd say McCarr is the second best player in the league. But one note, one more final thought on the Rangers-Tampa series. Uh, I don't know if we're going to give our predictions per se. Well, who's your bust? Who's your bust? For the Lightning, I'm going to go with Hedman. And I'm going to go with Stamkos, which is why I said, funny uh-huh. enough, you say Stamkos. Um, I just have a feeling we're going we're gonna to lock him up. And for the Rangers, I don't really know. It's... That's a tough one. I was, I was going to make a joke that my bust is and, and will always be Ryan Strom until proven otherwise, but then yeah. he had that big goal today. So thank and he, God. And he, and, that, and he had, dude, he had a pretty good game six too. So I'm, I'm going to stay away from Strom here. I'm going to go with Kako. I, I, I don't know. I, I thought, like I said, I thought he had a really good Pittsburgh series and 
the wheels kind of fell off a little bit in that Carolina series for him. I don't know if it was that goal that got like called back. Yeah. Um, or no, sorry. He the didn't, empty he, net. He missed yeah, the empty net. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. Um, the empty net. I don't know if it was that or something else, but I don't know. Um, would love to, would love, would love for him mm. to prove me wrong. Yeah. Let's, let me just say that. But uh, yeah, what's yours? I guess on that note, I'll just say Heedle. I don't think we're going to see a four goal series from Heedle again. You know, I, I what if he scores two goals? Would you consider yeah, that a bust? No, I mean, I just I just expect a lot from the big players. Like we saw mm-hmm. Zibanejad have a hat trick against Tampa earlier this year. Mika scored a lot against Tampa this year. Yeah, dude, he's he's he lit them up. So I'd I think love like he'll be fine. Front of year. Yeah, front I mean, of year go off, please. I would love that. But I I do want to say one thing about this series and one mm-hmm. thing that stands out, and you know, something the Rangers have leaned on all year long is their power play. And right now their power play percentage is converting at a 32.5% rate and Tampa's is 22.9%. The Rangers are second in the playoffs and Tampa's eighth right now. So that's a huge advantage for the Rangers. And that's something that could be a big, big difference in this series. Like we just saw with Carolina. So the last thing I'll say before we go into the other series is I was just going to ask you what's what you kind of answered it, but I was going to say, what do you think one thing is that either the Rangers need to be better at, or one thing they need to keep being good at, for this Tampa series that would lead them potentially to a path for victory. So you kind of just said it there. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to go on the other side of the coin and I'm going to say the one thing I think they really need to clean up this series is face-offs, man. Um, We got absolutely dominated by the Canes Um, all seven games. I looked at the splits. They're really rough to look at Uh, average out of the seven games. We won 39.6% against them Um, today. We won 32% of faceoffs, uh, so it's some real rough numbers. And and a team like the Lightning that have a lot more stars than Carolina do, it's going to be really tough if they're controlling the puck the whole time to you know generate offense and things like that. So I just think we need to uh, tighten it up a little bit. But yeah. I'm going to say the most important thing for this series is winning the first period, first 20 minutes. Like yeah. I think going down to a team like Tampa, they're very hard to come back from. And obviously we've seen this team have a ton of resilience, but man, going up against Vasilevsky, who's been as good as he's been, I will not be comfortable being down one or two goals in any game. So not that I'm comfortable typically, but you know, I've always believed in them coming back in in those games, but I think against a team like Tampa, you do not want to go down one or two goals after the first period. You want to either come out tied or have a lead after the first 20. And I think that's something that was huge tonight, right? Like, we yep. took a lead into the second period, and that was huge. Because I was so nervous when it was two nothing. I, was so I think nervous. honestly, I, I I said to my friend that I was watching with, the next goal wins this game. If Carolina had scored the first the third goal to make it two to one, I would have been very very nervous. But the Rangers scoring that third goal was huge. So, um, I think that's big going to the series against Tampa. And honestly, like, dude, what we're witnessing in the West right now, this might be the most skilled series that I've ever seen in my lifetime with McDavid and Drysdale against McCarr and McKinnon, and. I think there's a legit, like, depending on how this series goes, let's say Edmonton loses, there's a legit case of McDavid being talked about for the con Smythe without even making the Stanley Cup final, which is nuts. Yeah. I mean, he, <laughs> well, dude, not only him, but Leon too. I yeah. mean, I, I'm pretty sure Leon has like one point less than him. So yeah. it's, it's uh, kind of crazy that we're, you know, witnessing that. It's, it's pretty nuts. And dude, don't, don't discredit abs, dude. Don't, no, I, I, don't I think the abs are going to win. No, I think the abs are going to win. I'm just, I'm just saying. But I'm saying, don't, don't just say McKinnon and McCarr, dude. Landeskog and Rantanen are, and and Kadri are no joke either. You know, I feel like yeah. the Oilers kind of 
run out a little bit after those two names. I mean, the list for the Avs keep going. They have they have. Dude, five I'm just saying, guys. pure skill wise. Yeah, pure skill. Like I, yeah, those are I four mean, out of the top ten players in the NHL. Dude, didn't didn't Kadri have like 50 goals this year? Yeah, Kadri is sick year. So, so I mean, but no, I, I I get what you're saying for sure. Um, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be fucking crazy, man. It's gonna be yeah, fucking crazy. It's gonna be a lot of fun watching yeah. hockey for the next two weeks. I am like so I'm so excited for like both series. Like and it's awesome that the games are starting at eight o'clock. The West Coast games are not gonna be that late, which is so nice too. Um yeah, and yo, speaking of that, so uh the last thing I, I don't have anything else, but I did wanna quickly jump in. Um, we got some big news for Johnny Boy over here. Almost right. Um so I did want to uh you know, I'll I'll, I'll let Johnny uh kind of tell you his news. Yeah. Um, so for anyone who doesn't know, I like just like posted on Twitter uh, last Dude, night. I wanted to break that news, bro. Well, they told me to post it, so I wow, uh, you couldn't. You couldn't told them to help to go to hell. I wanted to wait too, but I was so excited that I just couldn't yeah. wait. Yeah, um, I, I know ADHD. Yeah, uh, but I will be guest hosting on the NHL Third Period Live Show, which is on the NHL YouTube channel for the conference finals. So I'll be in studio for most Ranger games and all of the Edmonton versus uh, Colorado games. So I'll be like live on air for the third period of every game. Um, pretty much like answering fan questions or kind of just like breaking down certain plays. So you can watch that on the NHL YouTube channel. I'm really excited about it. I think it's an awesome opportunity. Um, you know, obviously I don't know if I'll be able to necessarily go to any Ranger games, which might suck, but um, I'll be there. obviously that's a sacrifice I'm willing to take. So, you know, a really cool opportunity and, Cody and I are still going to try to like figure out ways to record twice a week. Cause obviously it's going to be a little hectic, but um, you know, we, we will definitely be posting episodes on Monday still. And we're going to try to post uh, another episode during the week, hopefully Thursdays, but yeah, I- I'm super excited. And Cody, I want to thank you. And obviously like everyone who's helped me get to this point, um, you know, I've been doing this stuff for a couple of years now and to, uh, you know, get this opportunity is just a, a really good feeling and a really cool feeling. So um, I'm definitely really excited for it. Yeah, it's huge. I'm I'm definitely very happy for you. Um, I'm I'm excited to actually ask you your first fan question. Oh God, <laughs> um, game one, and uh, yeah, no, it'll be awesome. But other than that, man, I I don't have anything else. I'm just I'm just pumped. I'll be in the building Wednesday, section two twelve. Anybody wants to uh, come say what up? Shoot me a DM and let's let's get that win, baby. There's one thing I actually will say to end on. Okay. So. I actually like the Rangers chances in game one because of how much they've battled the last couple of weeks. I know a lot of people are going to think they're tired, but mm-hmm. taking 10 days off, like Tampa just had, I think 10 days of rest. And yeah. sometimes you kind of just like lose your tenacity. Yep. When you have so many days off. So I kind of like the Rangers chances in game one on home ice against a Tampa team. That's had a ton of rest, maybe too much rest. I don't know. I agree. I agree. I like their <laughs> chances. I like their chances. Game one. I like their chances. Game two, three, four, five. And uh, Rangers in five. No, but um, <laughs> no, I, I agree with you. I, I mean, I do like their chances. Tampa had, they've been rested for almost two weeks. So yeah. we got to see, you know, some might say they have fresh legs, but I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I am feeling another seven game series. Don't, don't even say that. Don't even say that. Okay, I'll delete it. <laughs> the, the, the dawn of seven. Now I have a feeling this, this series is going to go six, but you know what? Every time I've said six, it's gone seven. So who knows? Who knows? As Same long here. as it's not a game one overtime, dude, because I, I can't take another overtime in the building. I've already seen two. Then I'll be good. I'll be good. But I think that's going to wrap it up for this episode. We love you guys. We're so happy. We get to talk to you for another couple of weeks here, and we're so excited for what's to come. 
So thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you guys later in the week. Let's go, Rangers. Let's go. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.